Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, aka Red Sox Dugout. Don't really know where Garrett is. No Alex, no Will. So it's me and Joey talking socks today. Um, just like the old days. Just like the old days. The weather sucks, and I'm I'm I've been mad at the weather for a few days, which isn't fun because there's nothing you can do about it. But like Fenway Park, they open up full capacity, which is great, and then. It wasn't full capacity because of the rain. Right, because the weather was horrible, and then the next game gets rained out. So that's not fun. But um, we'll get into what it was like to have fans back in the stadium in a little bit. But yeah, I really don't love how the weather did that to us. So when do we get back at Fenway? Right now, we're going to be playing a four-game series in Houston. And uh, three in New York. And then we're back on June 7th for the Marlins for that one make up game. that game. Yeah, and then the Astros game. again. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think the weather is supposed to be like insanely nice. Then, right? It it is going to be very nice. Yeah, we got nineties. We got some sun. Ninety three on Monday. Then. I like it. Is going to be buzzing. That's going to be great. Ninety three on the Monday. That's the hottest day of the year, and that was supposed to be an off day. So perfect. Got I dig some it. Baseball. Five p.m. game. Interesting, but um. Five p.m. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, that'll be cool. Weird. That'll be cool. Yeah, but, yeah that's um, cool. Yes. Okay. So the uh, Red Sox split a series with the Braves. That was the weather was involved in that one too, because they had that first game where they lost. And then the second game, the Red Sox were winning that game. And then they went to a rain delay. And then instead of like just calling the game or whatever, they decided to resume the game three hours later at midnight while it's still raining it's still pouring it was it was awful the field was worse then than it was when they started yeah. the delay the yeah. time of the game was two hours and 56 minutes the time of the delay was two hours and 53 minutes that's ridiculous yeah i know i just i i saw them going to rain delay and i saw like the radar and i saw the people talking on twitter i'm like okay so they're gonna call this game soon and then I kept waiting, and they didn't call it, and they didn't call it. And then I got that alert. The Red yeah. Sox game will resume at midnight. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? I, I felt mean, awful for TC in the studio. Literally, yeah. everyone in the studio left. Yeah. It was just yeah. him. To, I, I actually stuck around to watch the post game after that because I felt bad for him. So I figured yeah. I'd give him my time. And he was just sitting at the desk, and he's like, well, you know, we're here. Uh, after three hours, it's just me. At 1 a.m. Yep. <laughs> Nothing like a 1 a.m. post-game show. Yeah. Um, but it was hilarious because, like, after you delay the game for three hours and pick it up at midnight, it's still raining. But you can't delay again. You can't call it then. At that point, you kind of dug yourself into a hole, and you got to just keep playing through the rain. It was getting oh. worse. <laughs> it was it, getting the worse. Rain, the, it was, the rain was getting worse. And then uh, you look at... What was it? The, the game on Friday, right? Yeah, they called it after six innings. That was yeah. the worst field I've ever seen. Yeah. It was underwater. It was ridiculous. Yeah, like, oh, my God. By I the way, I think, I think that could have been a strategy by the Marlins because they're fish. They are fish. So they do better in water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and socks. That's why, they, that's why they wanted to play. Yeah, and socks just get all soggy. You don't want wet socks. Nobody likes not wet great. socks. Nobody. Um. So yeah, that was that was just a play by the Marlins, but the weather was just so horrible for so long. Like sometimes you'll get like one. I love how we're just talking about weather, by the way. But yeah. um, sometimes you'll get like one or two bad games. It was like a week of bad games because it was Thursday through no Wednesday through Monday, just sucked. Yeah, sucked. It was not enjoyable at all. 
Like I got some new golf clubs over the weekend. I was really excited to use them out or to, to try them out and it didn't stop raining. So, you know, I went to the driving range. I got, I was very cold. I was very wet and I wasn't hitting the ball good. So it was not very enjoyable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do, do about, better weather. Yeah. Do, do better, better mother nature. Um, yeah, come on now. And then think about the fans who are so excited to get back into Fenway Park. Full capacity. Here we go. And then and it's like half capacity. Like 45 cold, degrees, raining. Wet. Yeah. It's just a miserable, miserable experience. No matter how excited you are to be back in Fenway, how much you love baseball, it's not fun to be there. It's, you know, I would have gone to one. I would have gone to the games because like the crowd was electric. Probably, yeah, but, but still it, it, it could have been better. <laughs> yeah, it could have been better. And then shout out those fans who stayed through that three-hour delay in the Braves game and were still there. That all, was hilarious. All 16 of them. I know. And you could hear every single one of them. Oh, when Pablo got up, it was brutal. Yeah. And then what? one guy shouted, like, I got a babysitter till 1 a.m. Let's hurry this up or something. Yeah. Um, game I ended at 12.57. So hopefully you got home on time. I know. But, I mean, despite the bad weather, Sox played pretty well. We, Like I said, we split that series with the Braves, which is good. And then we took... Um, Two from the Marlins in the two games we played. Couldn't get the sweep because of the rain out, but that's pretty solid. Well, um, the first game against the Braves, we really should have won that. We had bases loaded, no, uh, nobody out in the first. We only managed one run. And then in the second, Danny Santana hit a leadoff triple. We couldn't bring him home, and you lose 3-1. to one. Charlie Morton just got dialed in after that. It was unfortunate. It was one of those stinky games where you have momentum early, and then it just completely disappears, and like right. once we got to like the fifth inning, I was like, yeah, they're not winning this game. Yeah. But and I mean, um, it's whatever who pitched Garrett Richards pitched that game. He was so good. Tough, but once yeah, again, I mean, he only, he only allowed what three runs. That's not bad. One, three five runs. Thirds. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. And then, um, well actually, uh, Marcelo Zuna, uh, uh, drove in a run. So that doesn't count. Right. Um, He's in jail now. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is in jail now. Uh, yo, shout out to Heim Bloom for not signing him this offseason. I know we were closely linked. To yeah, him. yeah. Uh, thank God. He knew. He knew. He knew. Uh, Heim definitely saw that coming. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't want to sign a felon. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then um, the, the next game that was good. Nikki Smooches keeps it going. Keeps the train rolling. Yeah. We went down three nothing in that game. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I don't think I watched this game. Really, I was. I watched this one. I don't know. Uh, this was the one. Yeah, this is the one that. Um, oh, I watched the back end of this, homeward. and this is when Matt Andrees really cemented his place on the clown list. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because then he forced Matt Barnes to come in. Yeah, it was a big prove it game for Matt Andrees, and he he came Blew through. It. He can, no, he came through because it was a prove it game. He had to oh. prove to everyone he belongs. That's on right. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, shout out Adam Adovino. He's like kind of insane now. He's nails. Yeah. He would. I, he I went... never gave up on him. I, I okay. remember I said two weeks ago, I was like, uh, I, I'll pull up the clip. I was like, you know, I'm not that mad at Adovino. Yeah. You did say that. Yeah. Well, because that's because we were comparing him to Josh Taylor. That is true. Who also has been good. Both yep. of them pitched in that game. Both of them got holds. Josh Taylor went uh, two-thirds of an inning, uh, allowed no hits, no runs, no walks, no base runners. Then Adam Adovino went one and one, what, one inning and a third, allowing no hits, no runs, no walks, 
Um, Ottavino was great in the Marlins series, too. I want to see if I can look at his last few games. Yeah, there we go. In his last seven games, he hasn't allowed a run. He's only allowed two hits and struck out 11. So mm -hmm. he's been great. And I think the crowd really helped him out the other day. We'll get to that in a second. But um, that's good to see because if we can actually get Adam Ottavino be the Adam Ottavino that he once was, then we can use him as a setup guy, get the barns, and we can actually have a decent back end of the bullpen. Yep. Um, so that's huge. Um, Renfro had a homer and a double in that game. I want to talk about Hunter Renfro for a second. Oh, yeah, me too. Because he is on fire. In the month of May, he's batting 307 with seven doubles, five homers, and just a 21% strikeout rate. So he's also the Red Sox leading hitter against lefties. Yeah. So yeah. that's great for us. And it just goes back to what we were talking about before about how he just sucked all the power out of Mike Trout, who's still on the injured list. Mm -hmm. And so he's just becoming more like Mike Trout by the day. And the stats show that. I mean, he's hitting 340 against uh, lefties, and Mike Trout is hitting like 340 overall. So, you know. I mean, basically, there you go, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we could, like, not even see Mike Trout again soon. Yeah. Hunter Renfro could, like, kill him or something. Yep. Well, yep. here's the thing. I think when Trout comes off the injured list, Renfro, you know, don't be surprised if he goes into a bit of a slump. It'll happen. He, you know, he is renting these, these powers, essentially. That's right. But, you know, uh, come October – if the Sox are in and the Angels aren't. That's right. There you go. Yeah, we'll have Hunter Renfro have uh, full power, full Mike Trout power, because Mike Trout will just be on his couch uh, slumped over, waiting yep. for um, his powers to come back. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so that's great for us. Um, that's really good to see, because Renfro really struggled in the beginning of the season, and we kind of thought, oh, great, we just got another like 190 hitter. Mm -hmm. We'll hit a homer once a month or whatever. But no, he's actually like, like I said, he has a 307 average. He's not just hitting homers. He's hitting doubles. He's driving runs in. He's not striking out that much. So that's great to see from Renfro. Um, so then we get to the Marlins series. Martin Perez pitched game one, and he was great. Martin Perez. He's been kind I of believe, hot recently. I believe he has the lowest ERA of all Sox starters now. Uh, let's see. Let's see. It is definitely lower than Erod's. Uh, it's lower he's than not, Pavetta's. It's he's not qualified. Than... Why not? So I get. Uh, let me let me pull up his innings. How so, can he not be qualified? He's pitched every start. I know, but there were he, he pitched a couple double headers, and so in those he only went like three or four innings. Um, well, I qualify him and his. I, I qualify him too. Yes, he is the lowest. Yeah. Uh, fifty point two innings pitched and. So he is an inning and a third away from being qualified, which is unfortunate. <laughs> so he, he missed qualification by four outs. Wow. That's really stupid. It is stupid. I, I found this. I learned how qualification works when Chris Sale was going to win the Cy Young the year that Blake Snell did, but Sale ended up not qualifying. In order to qualify, you have to have the same amount of innings pitched as your team has games played. Interesting. So, like, you qualify with 162 innings pitched at the end of the year. Fun fact. Wow. Stat Masterson over here, yeah. Yeah, Stat Masterson Jr. Yep. <laughs> um, and then Adam Adovino, we were just talking about him, got the save in that game, didn't allow a hit in an inning, and struck out two. Walked three. Didn't, didn't need to see that right there. Well, 
I mean, you could, could, you could clearly him. tell he was having trouble getting the grip on the ball. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it, it was, was very raining. wet. Yeah, it was what the fifth inning, sixth inning, seventh, wait, seven, sixth, seventh, seventh, sixth, sixth. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Um, huh? They called huh? in the sixth. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were talking about the next day. Oh no, no. Um, that, that was uh, Verdugo, Verdugo had a three-run homer in that game. That was essentially a walk-off. Right. Yeah. Uh, and well, the next they managed game... the game as if it was only going to go like seven innings because Barnes was yeah. about to come in for the seventh. Arvino came in for the sixth. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, and then um, good work. And then the game the other day against the Marlins, we won three to one, and that was the first one with fans back in the stands, which was amazing to see in like the Nesson camera shot behind home plate, all the fans back there. And um, I loved how they were standing for everything. And I know like, it kind of threw me off at, at the very beginning, like to yeah. see, cause I was so used to like the past two seasons seeing behind the plate, just be empty red seats and just a couple right. gathered people. Exactly. It was great. It was awesome. And it, it really, I think it really helped the Red Sox because you saw Adam Adovino pitch and then he came off the mound Um yelling saw more had like the chest pump when he came out uh, when he got a big out yep. um same with barnes the crowd was going crazy was uh, what awesome. did what did i saw a thing yeah adam Ottavino came in the bases loaded one out jam in the seventh fans got, got up on their feet and erupted when he struck out jesus aguilar and then garrett cooper to get out of it that was huge and i think that made Ottavino a better pitcher because Ottavino was talking about it and he said how um that's what's been missing is those two strike moments at home. I feel like that put a lot of pressure on the hitter that didn't exist last year. It's a great feeling to be the guy in the mound in that spot. You feel like you have an advantage and you're just going to have a big release there. So yeah, I think it really helped Adovino there. I think that's the reason why Adovino is trending upwards. And I am, I can't even like put into words how excited I am to have fans back in the stands regularly and Uh, full capacity. It it is going to be awesome. I can't wait to get back there. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, and it's great for the team too. We've, yeah. as we've talked about this before, like the city of Boston, one of the things that makes us so great as a sports city is the fans and how passionate they are at the games. That's mm-hmm. the that's the whole point of like Fenway Faithful is that crowd is going to energize the players and give us a home field advantage. And we've been struggling at home recently. Like if you look at our, our record at home in the past like uh, year or two, it's not great. And I think that is a direct correlation of there not being fans there. So that's going to be huge going forward for us. And I'm excited to get back into Fenway. We're going to the uh, Astros game um, June 9th, I want to say. I have no idea what day it is. You were just like, <laughs> I got Astros tickets. Yeah. <laughs> we were all like, sick. Yeah. Let's go. So we'll be at uh, one of those games. We'll see. Um Red Sox are without a player. Franchi Cordero is now in Worcester. Um, mm-hmm. They sent him down. Killing finally, him down there. Finally, He's they sent a him. Hall of Famer in Worcester. He you is tearing first. it up down there. What a legend for the the Woo Sox. Um, he's batting 417. He has five hits in 12 at bats with two homers in just three games down there. Uh, yeah. I don't really know what to think of this, to be honest with you. Um, he next Rusne. We were talking about it. That's right. I next mean, Rusne. that's what it's looking like right now. Mm-hmm. Nothing like, can't be ashamed of that. You got to be proud of that. If you're the next Rusne Castillo, you got to be proud of that. Oh, it's an honor. Yeah, for it's sure. An honor. 
a triple like he may be Bruce Nate Castillo may be the greatest triple A player of, of all time. All time. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Um, Speaking yeah, but like, of which, like, we should check up on Rusne. See how he's doing. Where is he? What is he? I believe he's in Japan. Playing baseball or just like he, hanging he is, out? He is in Japan. And listen to this. 348. He's hitting 348. He is, So in seven games, three for 48 with two doubles and three RBI. Nice little 835 OPS. Sounds pretty good to me. I don't know why he's only played eight games, but good for good for Rusne. Good, but... <laughs> good, good for you, Rusne. Good job. Um, we should make that a segment, like our our weekly Rusne update. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. So there's there's week one. He's doing good. He's keeping up his Hall of Fame status. Love to hear play. it. Yep. Isn't he like how old is he now? Like thirty three. Three. Yeah. It'll be 34 in July. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I want to talk about Franchi Cordero a little more because I don't really know what our plan is for him right now. Cause like we wanted him to go down to triple A to kind of figure out how to like be good at baseball. And then he's hot right now. I obviously you want to see if he can keep this up. So he's going to stay down there. But like at some point during the season, do we want to call him back up and give him another shot? Or is he down there for the rest of the season? Like, I don't really know how this is going to work. It's not like we're desperate for an outfielder. Yeah, we're we're not really, which is an inter- like it's an interesting thing. I think we will see him again at some point this year. I just don't know if it'll be for an extended period of time. Like if someone were to go down, maybe he comes up for a couple days. Right. But like besides hitting the occasional mammoth home run, like he doesn't bring a whole lot to the table just yet. If he can consistently get the bat on the ball, like, yeah, he's going to be a good player because the ball just flies off his bat. But, right. Um, I mean, that, that's always been the thing with him. And he's been up and down from AAA to the big leagues for like five years now. So, and it's the same trend every time. I honestly think that AAA is where the Red Sox wanted him to start out. But because the AAA season started kind of like later than the MLB season, they yeah. didn't want him to lose out on playing games. So, um, I think that's a big reason why he was on the major league roster to begin with. And obviously they want to see if he can like surprise them and produce already. But um, I think triple A is where they want him right now, because I think he does still have some more development to do. Um, I mean, we talked a while ago about how much like weight he's gained and how much huger he is now. So I, maybe he still needs to figure that out. Maybe he's still like the uncoordinated 12 year old who needs to figure out how to use his giant size. Yeah. So he can figure that out down in Worcester. Um, and just have fun mashing right now in Polar Park. For real. Yeah, get the get the confidence up because it didn't look like he had too much of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think you're right. I think we probably will see him at some point in the season. Um, but like we have so much outfield depth, it's not going to be that important to like make sure that he gets back to the majors this year. I think he's more of like a long-term type thing. Um, and again, like when you're talking about that Andrew Benatendi trade, I still don't really see him as the main piece. Like, obviously he's the most, he's the closest to major league ready because he was in the majors. But I think that the other guys that we got and will be getting in that trade um, are a lot more significant. They didn't name the other players to be named later yet, but Josh Winkowski, I want to talk about because he's he's going off down there. 
Um, in five games, he's 2-0 with a 1-3-3 ERA, 27 innings pitch, 26 strikeouts, 0-89 whip. Pretty good? Uh, yeah, no, pretty good. He's only allowed four earned runs in 27 innings. How old is the Wink man? Uh, Big Wink is 22. Yep, so what's, that's in double A, right? Double A Portland, yeah. Yep, so I they should uh, – I, I will be anxiously awaiting his promotion to AAA. And if he keeps it up, I will be anxiously awaiting his promotion to the big leagues. Yeah, just the other day, he had uh, seven scoreless innings, allowing just one hit. Yeah, look at that. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. Pretty good. Um, and the, and the, like, the nickname possibilities for this guy are just endless. <laughs> Yeah. Mostly because I don't know actually how to say his last name correctly. Is it just Winkowski? Win- Winkowski, yeah. The, it's the C that throws you off. Well, it's the C Wink and is the just, K. Yeah, it's, it's both of them. But like, like, it's like Winkowski. Winkowski. I like it. Winkowski. <laughs> he has win in his name, guys. This guy's going to be great. Yeah. I don't know if we'll see him this year, though. Probably not. No. Probably not. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, um, I still don't really know where Garrett is, but I'm just going to say, let's jump into the questions. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, first question. Why are they waiting so much with Jaron Duran's call up right now? He's with um, team USA. Yep. Whatever that is. Some Olympic thing. Maybe I think it's Olympic qualifiers because I do believe baseball is still in the Olympics this year. I know they're in the Olympics. I just don't know how that works because like, so we just like kind of give them our minor leaguers for a couple of weeks. It's kind of right. like how the world baseball classic worked a couple of years ago when they, the players would just leave spring training for a couple. Yeah. Weeks. But they had like some solid players then like Javi yeah. Baez was playing and Adam Jones. Yeah. Well, the, the problem with like baseball in the Olympics is it's in the middle of the season. You're not really, right. you, there's not going to be big leaguers playing in it. They but, should get like a bunch of like former big leaguers. That'd be sick if you had that like would be um, cool. David Ortiz playing and Manny Manny Ramirez could play. He could play. Yeah, that'd be cool. Eric Gagne played in the most recent World Baseball Classic for Team Canada. He was like forty-four or something. Yeah, that's cool. I remember seeing some older players in that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we should yeah, get so, Ichiro, Ichiro to play Ooh. for Japan in the Olympics. Yes. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be awesome. Um. So yeah. Jaron Duran is currently with Team USA, so they're not going to come up now. Plus, like we've talked about plenty before, no reason to rush him. You don't want to rush him at all. Um, I so. want to see him over the summer, though, so that my prediction comes th- comes true from the beginning of the season. Yeah. I, I, right. I'd rather see him in September. I don't want to put any pressure that, on him. That's I true. Wanna, I don't want to mess him up because he's really good. He is really good. Next question. In your opinion, how many all-star players do we have this season? That's a good question. Um, I think Devers, Bogarts, JD. Yeah, maybe those three Verdugo, are locked. I don't, but, know if, I don't know if Verdugo. Yeah. The, 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 the thing that would get him into the all-star game is that he's such a likable player. Like, he's popular yeah. amongst if he MLB gets hot, social media. If he gets, like, really hot, then maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Vasquez, I really thought, was going to be an all-star this year, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Uh, Nick Pavetta? Maybe. Well, here's the thing. The, I feel like... So Devers and Bogarts have both been snubbed in the past. 
And that yeah. could happen again this year. I think, I think Devers, unfortunately, I think Devers might get snubbed again from the all-star game. I but, don't, I would be so like, upset. I don't see how they can do that. I he will needs be, to be in that. Like if you look at third baseman in the American league, I, he might be having the best season. I'm pretty sure. Isn't he? He's second in the MLB in RBIs. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, I think Bogart's endeavors are your, that's your start. Those are your starters for the all-star game on the left side of the infield. I don't, there's no reason why they shouldn't be. Yeah, I definitely agree. So hopefully that happens because it should. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, maybe Matt Barnes, if he keeps up what he's doing. Barnes is, should definitely be an all-star if he continues what he's doing. Yeah. Absolutely. This one from the Vooch. What Red Sox players are most similar to each pod member? Mm. I mean, I'm Christian Arroyo. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah, that's for sure. Um, I feel like Garrett's got to be one of the Garretts just because of their name. I feel, you know what? I feel like he's more like Garrett Richards because Garrett Richards has a little more personality. We saw it with the handlebar mustache. Yeah. And Garrett, Garrett Whitlock kind of looks like a robot anyway. So Yeah, no, I, I definitely say, see that. Yeah, I'd say Garrett is Garrett Richards. I would compare you to Benintendi, but obviously he's not there anymore. I know. You know what? I I feel you, you do have the best hair on the podcast, and Bobby probably has the best hair on the team. So, oh, I'll take that. I'd put I'd put you <laughs> as Bobby Dalbeck. Um, then Alex. Alex, I feel like I want to say like, um, ooh, I don't know, maybe Renfro because he's like wide, <laughs> or like Matt Andrees. And I would I I wouldn't punish him with the mad mad entries <laughs> comparison. Um, let's see. I actually kind of like the Hunter Renfro comparison. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. That's there good you enough. go. Yep. Um. When Sale comes back later this year, which starter is bumped from the rotation? That's a good question. Because we were originally good... saying Martin Perez and put him in the bullpen for a lefty, but like we just said, he has the lowest ERA on the rotation, so. I have no idea. That is tough. That, I do it, want to quickly say something about Red Sox starters. Yeah. Um, especially Evaldi and Erod. They they are just giving up. The This is the most bloop base hits I've ever seen. Yeah. Give up. It, like, that's the thing with Evaldi. He is a 401 ERA. And I can pinpoint, like, three innings on the season that got him his ERA that high. There was that one against the Tigers where he sawed off everyone and they just fell into right field. Uh, I don't yeah. even know, like, what do you do to, like, counter that as a pitcher? You can't. Right. Just you just kind of have to hope you get luckier next start. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, honestly, they could go with a six-man rotation. That's what I was going to say. I think that probably makes the most sense. But, yeah, honestly, yeah. Because if all your starters are good, why not? Gives everybody one extra day of rest. At some point. It'll so. be good for Chris Sale, especially, yeah. to get that extra day. So, I could see that probably being the most logical and, solution. I mean, this would happen in, like, July, late July, maybe August. Right. So, it's not the worst idea to give your star- every starter an extra day. Yeah, I like that. Idea. In the in the dog days of the season, because I mean it'll keep them fresh mm-hmm. down the road. Exactly. 
Plus, yeah. you never know. There could be an injury by then. So yep. we'll see how it shapes out. Uh, what is the biggest key to winning the next few series? So the next few series are against Houston, New York, Houston. Hmm. The Astros even good. I haven't. They are, they are good. They, which is weird. Oh, they, they are kind of good. They are, they are pretty good. They're the only team in the AL West with a positive run differential. That's so weird. And it's so, it's such a large run differential. Yeah. 48. <laughs> that makes no sense. They're only two games better than the Mariners. And their run, the, the the run differential between those two teams is ninety one. Yeah. What? Wow. Here's the thing with Houston. I don't know who any of these pitchers are that they have. No, they they have like, a good offense and. No, no, but like these pitchers have great stats. I know. Like today we're facing this. Uh, who's this? Urquidy. So the Astros have, as a team, they have the highest batting average in the league, three points higher what? than the Red really? Sox. Yep. I just totally ignored them the whole season. I didn't know they were good, but they got Jose Urquidy on the mound today against Erod. He's got a three-two-two ERA. He's mm-hmm. like pretty solid. Erod needs to not be bad. I need I need a good start from Erod. He needs a good start. I believe I believe in him. I believe in him. I don't, but I hope he proves me wrong. Let me give him the 2018 David David Price treatment. That worked. Okay, so we're going to trade him with our best player in a little no, bit? No, no, no. Before every David Price start in 2018, I said David Price is good. See, the thing is, though, Erod is not good. Erod is good. All right, well, we'll see how yeah. that works out. Then right. tomorrow, we got this guy, Garcia. Louis Luis Garcia. Oh, I saw this dude pitch the other day for the Astros against the Dodgers. I think number seventy-seven. Yeah, I have no clue who this guy is, but he is beefy and he's got like like a mullet. I do see that. Yeah, I have no clue who he is, but he has a two-nine-three ERA. That's weird. So, yeah, they have a bunch of no-name pitchers that who are doing well. I don't that know. are doing well. They. And Normally, then the one pitcher whose like, name you recognize is Jake Odorizzi. Odorizzi. 0-2 with the 675 ERA. Yeah, he gets game four against Perez. And I mean, I'm glad we didn't sign him, I guess, because yeah. he's not doing too hot. So again, well, another great move by Heim. Didn't sign the felon, didn't sign the guy who's having a rough year. So yep. that's great. Gotta believe in the Sox. I hope these no-name <laughs> pitchers really don't stick it to us like no-name pitchers have done in the past. I mean, the Red Sox are pretty iconic for being killed by no-name pitchers. Yeah. So that's not great. But, so to answer you know, the question, though, the biggest key to winning these next few series is pitch well and hit well. Um, and that sounds like really obvious, but you're going to be facing these no-name pitchers who have great stats, and you're going to need to take advantage of opportunities. I think that's a big key. It's something that they've kind of struggled with this year and at times. You can't, you can't strand runners on the bases. You can't... Uh, miss opportunities against these pitchers who have been having pretty solid seasons. So that's going to be a big key. And then, um, like you said, the Astros apparently are good at hitting. So good at to limit that, even though like their big names, I don't think are doing too well, which is strange. Do I don't even know. Like, so the- on, what's their lineup for today? Their lineup is What? Who are these people? I know the Astros roster turnover is crazy. They have some guy batting second named Chas. Chas. (laughs) 
Chas McCormick. That sounds made up. Yeah, that dude literally has a typo in his name. I know. I thought it was Chase, but there's just no E. And then you got Miles Straw. <laughs> <laughs> give me a, give me a give me a more realistic sounding name come on now. miles straw miles with a y by the way yeah and then taylor jones is your designated hitter taylor jones oh taylor jones is six seven yeah huh. this is great we're just kind of learning who plays for the astros i don't okay so you got altuve mccormick bregman correa kyle tucker D- wait where's where's brantley Where's Brantley? Where's Jordan Alvarez? Where's Are, they must be injured or something? I guess. I mean, that's good for us. So there's a key to winning the, against the Astros is take advantage of them not having some of their best players. Uh, is Correa even good this year? Brantley is on the IL, and you're just not gonna use Jordan, I guess. Um, he's injured too. Oh, he is injured. He's day to day. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah, so he could be back though. But yep. um yeah, I guess so that's who plays for the Astros apparently. Um interesting. Going back to those no-name pitchers, the Marlins started two no-name pitchers. Yeah. What race. was that? Where did these guys come from? One of them is really good. Like Yeah, he's he is like the the seventh best ERA in baseball now after that start, but Taylor Rogers 187 Taylor, ERA. Yeah. We beat him. So yeah, he good. had an ERA under two. We got nine hits and, and two runs off him. That's pretty good. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was making like the like the graphics for this series, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. Because it was like um the first guy had uh the Whoops. first guy, Poteet. Yeah. 2 0 with a 106 ERA. Yeah. Poteet. Poteet. And then you had Rogers six and two with a 175. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't even know who plays baseball. And we got the Marlins with these guys and the Astros. I don't So so many new no-name pitchers this year on many teams. Yeah. I mean, the Marlins lineup, too. It was wild. You had Sandy Leone in there. You had Rafael Devers' cousin. Yeah. Everyone was injured. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of upset we didn't get to see Jazz Chisholm. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard good cool. things about him. He is cool. Um, But they, they were talking about it on the broadcast. Like, the entire infield was on the IL or injured. Yeah, they're they're third baseman, shortstop, and second baseman all injured. Whoa! By the way, whoa, 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 whoa! The Orioles have lost thirteen straight games. <laughs> yes, they have. <laughs> yep, that's hilarious. The uh, yeah, I saw that because Caravas tweeted out the other day that the Orioles and Diamondbacks are a combined O for their last twenty five in winning games. Wow. Yeah, that's not not good. Not not great. The <laughs> Orioles. In the span of two weeks, they've put himself, themselves over two weeks out of first place. Wow. Um, anyways, I was looking at that because I was looking at the Yankees because uh, that's the other team that we're playing in, the, in this next stretch. And um, I'm not concerned about them. They just got swept by the Tigers. So What? No yeah. way. No. The, Jason, the Detroit Tigers. Jason. Well, I mean, this obviously is not 2012. They got, no, obviously they got swept by the Tigers. They got Miguel Cabrera, Victor yeah. Martinez, J.D. Martinez. The Castellanos. Uh, I mean, they have Max um, Scherzer. They have a Justin, Justin Verlander. Verlander. Yeah, come on now. Like they're, they had a whole rotation surprise. of Cy Youngs. Obviously, the Yankees got swept by them. Yeah, yeah. We I shouldn't mean, be surprised there. Yeah, come on. We saw that coming. Everybody saw that coming. 
yeah, to touch on the Yankees are playing the Rays today, who I am convinced will never lose again. They won't. The Rays, I don't know what happened to the Rays. They just got like. They just like. They found like some magic flower and it just granted them the ability to just not lose. Not lose. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing here? What What's going on? This is not enjoyable. Um, I mean, like I said before the uh, we started recording, I still think the Rays will finish under 500. I think they're just going to win all their games right now and then just plummet into the basement. I, I really... I don't think the Rays are good. I know they're winning a lot of games, but I really don't think they're good. It's the it's just the stats nerds going crazy right now, and they're going to like burn themselves out, and then the talentless players left on the team are just going to lose. Yeah, their their pitching isn't even like as good as it normally is right now. It's not. And, I mean, are they winning right now? They okay, are they're, winning. They're right? beating the Yankees. Well, well it's, the Yankees. it's the yeah, Yankees. Yeah, it's the Yankees. That's easy. Um, Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, but who's even... Who are these nope. pitchers? What? Jeffrey Springs is like their best reliever. What? No. Nah, to be fair, stop. Jeffrey Springs is a 3.42 ERA in 22 games. Jeez. And a 101 whip. He's actually that like kind of good. Oh, um I also did not like them trading for Hunter Strickland. I thought that was a really good trade. Wait, no, 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 no. They traded him away. Yeah, no, he was the just Angels like, cuz he pitched against right. us. Yeah. No, because it was like rid of him? He's no, actually because good. he was actually like talented and good, and they're like, we can't have that. We have to have these scrubs. On the roster. We have to have these scrubs yeah. that we can like make look good with stats. If you who's in their rotation, you have Tyler Glasnow, Rich Hill, and then what? Michael Waka, Ryan Yarborough, Shane McClanahan. Who? Who? McClanahan. Again, the theme of today's episode is who are these guys? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and then look at their lineup. Yeah, like, I, I don't know where, like, I, I don't know where. Look, okay, Brandon Lowe, he's good. Randy Rosarena, I guess, is good. I don't know how that happened, but I, okay, hold on. Brandon Lowe is batting having, 189 this season. So maybe he's not. Their, good. their best hitter is Joey Wendell. <laughs> the dude who doesn't wear batting gloves. They got the two best hitters are Mike Zanino and Joey Wendell. Their number six hitter is some dude named Walls, Taylor Walls. Oh come on now! Who give us give us better names? These are clearly fake. So they're not even trying to hide it. They're not. Tr- they, they have fake names, and I mean, like nobody's. Michael Walker about- isn't even a starter for them. He just came in relief today. Who's in the rotation? We haven't even seen like actual um, highlights of the Rays. So these wins are probably not. I think I think their their stat nerds just hacked into the system and kind of. I like, think so. Yep. Yeah, it just messed with the standings. I think that's what yeah. happened. So we're back in first place. There we, we go. Raise wins don't count because they weren't actually playing baseball games. They were just hacking into the system. So yeah, they're just uh, inspect elementing all the standings. And that's right. Yeah. Come on now. You you thought you thought you thought <laughs> you thought. Oh, what a joke that team. We're smarter than those baseball nerds. Yeah. Um, anyways, next question. Uh, as of right now, who is your AL MVP and why is it JD Martinez? (laughs) Nah, I would mm, hold on. The thing with JD is like, yes, he should be the MVP, but they're never gonna give the MVP to a DH. Right. Um 
I don't. That's the thing. Is this really a toss up between JD Bogarts and Devers? I think any of them could get it. Yeah. Um, who I else in the AL is even good? Oh, saying Vladdy. Vladdy Guerrero Jr. is probably going to get it. Yeah. He's no, but he's he's a first baseman. That's also, also once they finally get out of that stupid spring training park, I bet he's going to cool off a little bit. Yeah, because they won't have the jet stream out there. That the is the dumbest park in baseball history. Doesn't even count. It's barely I ne- a park. I, yeah, I I I never want to see another game played at that again. Like yeah, no. next year when the Sox are playing spring training games there, I'm not going to watch. Absolutely not. No. Stupid. It is a stupid park. It is. Um yeah. Next question. Should the weather be sent down to AAA after its disappointing performance? <laughs> I think Single I think shorts? No, DFA. DFA oh. the weather. Don't even I don't even want them on the in the roster on the team in the organization anymore. Fair enough. Get out of here. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Take a hike. Figure it out. Find some place to live. Just get out of here. Weather. Yep. Yeah. Devers or Doogie? Who's more valuable for this team? Devers. Yeah, obviously. That, that's pretty. That's not I a mean, knock on Alex Verdugo. Not at all. Devers is just insane. He's awesome. Yeah, he's great. Oh, uh, do you want? I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Oh. So. I know I'll get to my surprising stats segment later, but I do want to drop a surprising stat right now. All right. Now Let's see if I'm surprised. It's probably or not, not going to last very long. Okay. <laughs> Hunter Renfro has a higher batting average this season than Mookie Betts. Yeah, Mookie sucks. I saw that. Was he batting like 240 or something? Yep. Is this going to last? No. Is Mookie going to like. Whoa, win? I. I, think I don't know. I don't know. It could last because Mike Trout is on the IL right now. So I think this Mookie guy kind of sucks. Not gonna lie. Who who is this Mookie? That's not a real name either. It's not. I think he probably plays He's for the Rays. Up. It's just another made up name. Yeah, come on. I'm so yeah. The, everyone in baseball is made up, and we're just kind of playing nobody. So that yep. was not a surprising stat because I knew that actually. Yeah. But okay. Thanks. Yep. Probably surprise some listeners. Um, uh, next question. Who will Heim get at the deadline? Probably someone you've never heard of. Yeah, probably. I mean, like, I don't really see us getting a big name. It's so it far be, away it to could tell. Be a, yeah. If anything, it would be a deadline similar to when we got Evaldi and Steve Pierce. Yeah, exactly. 2018 style. Just yep. kind of fix some loose ends. And also, like, I don't really see Heim Bloom trading some of our top prospects. No. He seems pretty attached to those guys. No, no. That's kind of the whole We're point. currently in a rebuild of the farm system. Right. So they're not going anywhere. Um, but a name that you could possibly see move at the deadline from the Red Sox, I think, could be Christian Vasquez. What? However, his, his trade value is not as high as it was in recent years. So I don't know. What would, what would your plan be at catcher then? Because the whole point of trading, like I've heard rumors of him being traded last season. Yeah. The concept behind that was sign JT Real Muto. That is true, but we do have a couple pretty good catching prospects with Connor Wong. Yeah, but I don't and, think he's ready. Yeah, and uh, Ronaldo or Hernandez or whatever. But I don't know. I am a big fan of the Weck Dog, but I love Vasquez more. So I don't know. It would have to be. It would be a weird trade, but. I mean, never maybe, maybe you get a catcher back in the trade and that makes up for it. Maybe. Like, I don't, I don't know, know how that would make sense, though. I, but... I, don't, I don't know how it would work, but that could, like, if I, it's not really the question, but if 
Like, if I could see one player from this current team being traded at the deadline, it'd probably be Vasquez. I would say Chavis. He's kind yeah. of been my well, go-to well, trade piece for a while. Well, yeah, but he's – yeah. Actually, know. yeah, I changed my answer to Chavis as well. Okay. You could get some someone decent for Chavis, I think. As long as you just, like – you send you send them over, a like, a diagram of – you know, the strike zone and the zones, like, with the batting average. Yeah. You just accidentally leave the top out. Yeah, like, it just runs – the printer runs out of ink up there yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. we're just going to be like, yeah, we ran out of ink. But see, he's, he's good. He's good. Yeah, I mean, look how great he is on those pitches that aren't up high. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even um, need to see the ones up high. You don't. You don't even need to see those. It's all the same. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Um, last question from my friend Sarah. When will you make a pod with me? Um I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, uh, Johnny Damon just decided to tag me the other day. That was random. He posted like a like a little reunion thing or throwback to reunion thing with some of the 04 team and like just tagged me in it for some reason and then saw my message when I replied to it. So apparently I can just like freely DM Johnny Damon now. Yep. <laughs> nice. Live sports are back. Did you miss the bright lights, buzz of the crowd, and thrill of seeing your favorite teams in person? Then SeatGeek is the place for you. Everything's full capacity now. Get out there. SeatGeek is the best ticket provider out there for all sports, concerts, shows, and more. They make buying tickets easy by grading every ticket price so you know you're getting the best deal. And they provide a view from your seat so you can pick the perfect seats to any event. Plus, you can get $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek by using the promo code dugout that's d-u-g-o-u-t get o-u-t-t-h-e-r-e because we are back at full capacity oh wow that was kind of cold that was nice um anything else we got here oh your surprising stats segment yeah uh what do you got for us what's what you got an intro for us like a uh stats that are surprising (laughs) We got it right here. That was horrible. I, I don't know, man. Uh, surprising stats, surprising stats. You'll surprise. never where they're at. Surprise. There you go. There you um, go. Let's see. Uh, I mean, Danny Santana has three hits on the season. No singles, which is cool. Three hits. So it's two homers and a triple, right? Two homers and a triple. <laughs> yep. You don't need singles. Who needs those? You don't need sing. I mean, it, like, all you have to say about Danny Santana is he doesn't believe in singles. He believes in triples and home runs. So that's what you want, really. Those are the two best. May, things you can do. Maybe, maybe he's going to be the best player in baseball. Maybe, just maybe. That's right. That's right. You never know. It's not. It's not an impossibility. It can happen. It could happen. What else you got? <laughs> uh, another. Uh, let's see. Another surprising stat. Let me. Let me open my notes. Um, <laughs> I mean, Vasquez is still tied for the team lead in stolen bases. That's a surprising stat. It is, it is a surprising stat. Oh, I, I did kind of want to talk about that. Why is our catcher leading our team in stolen bases? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, we have people who can run. We do much better than our catcher. Yeah. Um, 
Oh yeah, this is kind of unrelated. But what happened to Marwin Gonzalez? He hasn't started a game in over a week. I know. I hadn't seen him for a while. He kind of the first day he's starting. He is starting. I, I don't know. Maybe he was just like charging. His numbers aren't looking great though. That's actually yeah. That's probably his why he slu- was struggling. Here's a surprising stat. His slugging percentage is lower than is the same as Rafael Devers' batting average. Two eighty. No. What? His, he is slugging the same amount that Devers is batting. Nice. That, that, that. is a surprising stat. If Marwin, Marwin might get himself on the clown list. I didn't realize he was that bad. I know. I mean. I, wow. I think he might have a great series in Houston, though, because he used to play there. So. Yeah, he better stick it to him. Or he's, it's either going to go he's going to be amazing or he's going to be dreadfully awful. And just crack under the pressure of all the Houston fans there. Let's look up his career stats against Houston. I mean, he played for Houston for a while. I know, but okay, maybe, okay. yeah, well, maybe he has good stats against Houston. Or maybe he has horrible stats. I don't know. All I know is I hate Houston fans. And I so hate them too. They're probably going to be annoying this series, but whatever. Oh, he's a career 095 against the Astros. Oh, great. So it's, it's the scenario where he does awful. Great. Yep. That's fun. <laughs> He is also he's hitting 199 now, which is unfortunate. 199. Oh. Oh. That's Ow. surprising. <laughs> kind of. Um, yeah. Killer segment. You still got more? I didn't really do I didn't do research for this week. I had a bunch for last week and they have since changed. Like that's Franchi, fair. I but, one of my surprising stats was the Franchi OPS compared to Bogart's batting average stat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bogart's batting average has fallen 19 points in the past week. That's a surprising stat. And I don't Franchi, think he likes bad weather either. No, no, he was doing well. He was intentionally doing it to make a point to Mother Nature to right get out of here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I feel like this segment's over now. <laughs> yeah, it is over. <laughs> It's over. Oh, just uh, you know what's funny? Yeah. That I noticed today, Glaber Torres has a hilarious, hilarious headshot. It yeah. kind of sums up how his season is going. You should you should uh, look up, look, look him up. A yeah. lot of the headshots are pretty random, and like some are like good, and some are like, "Did you even know you're getting your picture taken?" Yeah, Glaber looks Glaber. like he just farted and smelled it. <laughs> What is he doing? Yeah, he's a he's a little <laughs> madman. I mean, <laughs> I want to like, shout out um, Jared Carabas for tweeting out. Um, that's like the face that like Baby Bowser makes. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, Glaber has Yankees the suck. same amount of home runs as Billy Hamilton. <laughs> Billy Hamilton, wow. Um, Billy Hamilton has more home runs in the past two. Has the same amount of home runs in the past two days that Glaber has all season. That's embarrassing. That you got to at that point. Early retirement. Yeah. I mean, I Billy mean, Hamilton. Billy Hamilton is a homers, If he's beating you in homers, just give up. That's yeah, rough. I, That's rough. Also, the New York Yankees have scored one more run than the Baltimore Orioles this season. Good. The worst record bad. in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Yankees are bad. They're like, they're just. I, I mean, don't know. Like, yeah. I, I love that they had a good week last week and everyone's like, oh, the Yankees are back. back. Bronx Bombers. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Come on now. Uh, last thing I got uh, before we wrap it up. Um, Red Sox LA on Instagram, his account. 
got um, taken down by Instagram because they thought he was impersonating someone, but he wasn't. So he had to make a new one. So he lost his 7,000 followers. So hop on Instagram, go give Red Sox Nation LA a follow. Creates insane graphics. One of the best pages there is out there. Go give him a follow. Help him out. Gain his followers back. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, he really Um, is. I I love his work. For sure. If you're a Red Sox fan, absolute must follow. So get on Instagram, do that. Um, and yeah, that'll do it for this week's episode. Got some games against Houston, games against the Yankees. Let's win them. That'll be cool. Uh, go Bruins playing tonight. Bruins. Still don't care about the Celtics. Glad they lost. Let's get a longer off season. Yep. Let's let's start the chant. Long off season. Long off season. I love that the let's lose. The, lose. The Bru- <laughs> oh, let's talk about the crowd at the Bruins game the other day. Insane. Okay. Insane. insane. Yeah. It was insane. It was crazy. It was so great to see. Uh, I mean, yeah, it made me so happy. I'm a big fan of full crowds. Big hot fan. take. Yeah. Hot, hot take. Hot take. <laughs> fans. I, fans are fun. <laughs> fans are pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, fans are the difference between your high school baseball game with your mom in the crowd ringing a cowbell and the and the show. So. Yep. So. uh Shout out Garrett's mom for always ringing a cowbell at our games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so that'll do it for this week. Go Red Sox. Go Bruins. Celtics, I hope you lose quickly. Yeah, um, please. Just uh, lose in a painless fashion, please. Yeah, for real. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. 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 <laughs>